Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David, and welcome back to another Mojo Minute. In our last Mojo Minute, we discussed Michael Moss's powerful book, Hooked, Food, Free Will, and How the Food Giants Exploit Our Addictions. So let's go back to that book again to talk more about food addiction. This view of addiction as a term that could encompass all manner of substances and behaviors had its root in an ancient way of understanding addiction that had fallen out of favor until recently. The verb "addicio" was coined by ancient Romans to mean giving over, as when lenders imposed the bond of slavery as punishment for mispayments. But it was also linked to devotion, a usage that quickly morphed into the concept of bidding oneself to a person or a cause. By the 16th century, addiction was employed as a noun to narrate lust and passions of all sorts. The Oxford English Dictionary contains references from the 1600s to there being addictions to science and farming and hearing, the latter conceived by a group of Puritan clergymen in 1641 when they didn't like people listening to one of their critics. Shakespeare wrote about addiction to reading, and and in Othello, he referred to addiction as a matter of personal preference when it came to celebrate victory over the Turkish fleet saying therein, some to dance, some to make bonfires, each man to what sport, and reveals his addiction leads him. And here's some more interesting history further down the page, going back to the book. As with smoking, alcohol for the longest time didn't qualify as a problem, much less an addiction. This carried over to the American colonists when they consumed wine, beer, cider, and rum at home and at work in the morning and night and got drunk. And few people seemed to be particularly troubled by this. But by 1808, the American physician Benjamin Rush was promoting the view that habitual drunkenness was an affliction, with abstinence being the only cure. Later that century, the temperance and anti-opium movements adopted the concept of addiction in describing the evils of drinking and opium smoking. The world gained a new gravity, becoming synonymous, I'm sorry, the word, the word, addiction, the word gained a new gravity, becoming synonymous with drugs and drink, as in the catchphrase in the 1891 publication of the Temperance League, narcotic, addictive opium, alcohol, cocaine. Now, isn't it interesting by 1957 that the World Health Organization, of all places, issued a report that talked about the difference between what is an addiction and what is a habit. Their conclusion stated in part, a person was fully addicted if the desire to use a drug was compulsive, as in being obsessed or uncontrollable, merely wanting a sense of well-being was more suited to the word habit 
Well, that sounds like a good start, doesn't it? But how about how close together the definition is in terms of two drastically different intentions? One is wanting a sense of well-being. So there's the purity of intention there. The other is being obsessed and uncontrollable with compulsions. Boy, that is a very, very fine line there. But here's today's nugget of wisdom. Let's go back to the book. There is another way that drugs confound the old school concept of addiction as an equal opportunity infliction. Like with nicotine, two people might respond differently to the same drug, both when they first use it and over time. The drug might cause one of them to lose control while only mildly affecting the other. Think of your friend at the party who had the same number of drinks as you, but is dancing on the table while you are doing the dishes. Your gender, ethnicity, weight, and physical condition all come into play, which leads experts to hedge and shift some of the onus away from the substance itself. The, der- the term addictive drug morphed into drug with addictive qualities. Ah, how very true. And we know going back to food addictions that one person can eat a slice of pizza and be totally fine with walking away after that one piece. And another person being just as hungry will eat three slices of pizza and then obsessively and compulsively find a way to sneak another five to eight slices of pizza because their bodies are different and their dopamine receptors are overwhelmed to the point where it's almost uncontrollable. Now let's go back to the book on this very point. At the core of that is this kind of loss of control in consumption. She told me, and she is Ashley Gerhardt, a Yale graduate student at the time. You start consuming, this is her talking, you start consuming and you think you're only going to consume a certain amount, but once you start, you can't stop. You are trying to get a handle on it. You are trying to cut down, but you're repeatedly failing. There's this compulsivity to it, this intense craving. And it just starts to take on a life of its own where it's really damaging people's emotional or physical health. And yet, despite a strong motivation to do so, they are unable to get their consumption under control. She says, I really bristle at the idea that these people are just not trying very hard because every person I see in my office has tried everything under the sun, every diet, everything they can, and they're desperate. They're still unable to gain control. Now, thanks to Gerhardt's efforts, there is now a food addiction scale, which was first released in 2008 and was recently updated in 2016. And by 2017, she had developed, Ashley had enough data from these surveys to give a good representation that, listen, 15% of the general population met the criteria of being addicted with food addictions. In addition, most of this 15% fell into the hard end of the spectrum. And then the author, Michael Moss, concludes with this paragraph. At this rate, 
we are getting into trouble with food to roughly the same degree as we are getting into trouble with alcohol and some types of drugs. Thrown into the broader disorder of overeating as characterized by obesity, and food surpasses those drugs and alcohol as a substance with which we lose control. So in today's Mojo Minute, we now know that food addiction is real. But some of us react differently to additives in our modern day foods, such as sugar, salt, fat, and I would now even say flour. Modern flour is very processed. It has tons of sugar within it now and never did, which is another nefarious move. So to help us flourish in our modern day world, let us choose our foods more wisely and be aware, super aware. That just like alcohol, drugs, and tobacco, our food, our modern-day food, can become quite addictive. Self-awareness is the first key. That ancient nugget of wisdom, max that that ancient nugget of wisdom that is a maxism, comes back to us again and again. Know thyself. Know thyself. Let us begin to put theory into action on that very. Maxim, know thyself and let us begin today. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com where we have everything we discussed in this podcast as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually six to nine pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes, and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.